Hello, and welcome to Exploring Apprenticeship and the Skilled Trades in the Halton District School Board. In the series of podcasts, parents and students will learn about the many opportunities available to them. The opportunities range from cooperative education, specialist high skills majors, to concentrated OEAP programs. These programs offer a great variety of opportunities for students to start a skilled trades and often start an apprenticeship while in high school. In these series, you'll learn about the specific programs and some success stories from previous and current students in the Halton District School Board. So stay tuned for the series of podcasts coming up. Hello and welcome to the Halton District School Board Ontario Youth Apprenticeship Program podcast. I'm Wade Richardson, OEAP Coordinator for the Halton District School Board. OEAP is a high school program that assists students learning about the skilled trades and supports students entering the skilled trades. Today we're going to talk about the skilled trades and experiential learning opportunities offered to high school students. Our guest today is Lisa Gallet. Thanks, Wade. I'm so happy to be here. I'm the leader of experiential learning for grades 7 to 12 in the Halton District School Board. And in this role, I I help to coordinate a variety of virtual and in-person experiential learning opportunities for students and help build capacity in educators to design and implement experiential learning cycles within their classroom. For those who might not know exactly what experiential learning is all about, it's really a three-phase framework in which students get to participate in an engaging learning opportunity. Then they have the chance to reflect thoughtfully on what they've learned and, and what the meaning of that learning is for them. And then they apply that learning or new skill set to related challenges, decision making and goal setting in their own life. Um, so really, it, it is a pretty enriching process for students and a fantastic way to learn a variety of different skill sets. One of my key responsibilities, interestingly, in my role is specifically to provide hands-on opportunities for students to explore the skilled trades as part of their education and career life planning experiences. We hear a lot about the skilled trades and on media or TV about how there's such a shortage. And the skilled trades is often an overlooked career path. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. In high school, a student can experience the skilled trades through different courses. If a student was interested in exploring a skilled trade, how does a student explore a skilled trade pathway in high school? That's a great question, Wade. For a student who's interested in exploring the skilled trades, I would absolutely recommend that they try a variety of different tech education courses. These courses would expose them to a variety of technical areas that would allow them to determine which areas interest them most. And that's really one of the key parts of education and career life planning. First, figuring out what excites you and and what you think you might want to spend your days doing long after you graduate from high school. This would include courses like construction technology, transportation technology, computer engineering, manufacturing and robotics, hospitality and tourism, hairstyling and aesthetics, landscaping, and really any others that might be offered at their school or through a regional program. We really encourage students to begin their exploration of technology courses as soon as they enter school in grade nine. And ideally, they've had a chance to explore technology-related opportunities before they even get to high school. So you're saying a student who would like to experience construction, it could be grade 9, grade 10, grade 11, grade 12. So when they take a construction course, they would learn the basic carpentry skills or a student 9th right through 12 in a transportation class would learn the automobile components and how to maintain and repair an automobile. 
Yeah. Important life skills. Absolutely. And things they carry after high school, not only in high school. The technology education courses provide students the skills to maintain their house, car, and style their hair, like you said. Students gain the skills they will use in everyday life, which is a great thing to learn in high school. So how would they go about learning those skills in high school? Well, beyond taking a variety of technological education courses in high school to determine the skilled trade areas that interest the most, cooperative education is an excellent way for students to further gain hands-on experiences in the trades. I know that many educators feel that co-op should be a mandatory course to graduate from high school because it's so valuable in giving students real-world experience and test-driving a career before they invest time and money and energy in a pathway that potentially might not be the right fit for them. In grade 11, 12, or even as part of a returning year, students would take a two or more credit program that would allow them to receive job readiness training and then work under the supervision of a co-op employer in the skilled trades. Students typically work for a half day or more, learning the responsibilities of being a worker in the skilled trades and gaining from the experience and guidance of a tradesperson. There's no better way to learn those skills than from someone who's been doing it for many years and is excited to educate young people who also want to enter the trades. And they also have the opportunity to share their experiences with their class and work toward goals as they progress in their placement. And sometimes way to co-op placement can even lead to future paid employment for that student. Wow, Lisa, that's fantastic. So what you're saying is often students test drive a skilled trade while in a co-op? Absolutely. Yes. And the experiential learning the students receive while participating in a co-op, it can't really be duplicated by high school classes. That's just it. And often the students are able to shadow skilled tradespersons, learn basic skills related to that trade. Not only do they learn what a person in a skilled trade does, but they get to experience it. Skilled trades people have to be knowledgeable in their trade, good communicators, good business skills, and have good math skills. Quite often, students who participate in a co-op in a skilled trades, I've seen quite often, they decide that that skilled trade is right for them. And it's funny, right? Not many people realize that students, while in high school, can start an apprenticeship in a skilled trade and earn hours towards their apprenticeship while they're in a co-op. It's so true. You know, you've you've mentioned apprenticeship, Wade. I'm wondering, just for those listeners who might not know a lot about it, how does an apprenticeship work? Uh, an apprenticeship, basically, there, there's different types of apprenticeships, but in Ontario, the, the apprenticeship can be longer or shorter depending on the skilled trade. So quite often, the apprenticeship pathway in a skilled trade is where a student would work for a little while. They So they would find an employer, they get hired, and, and quite often in high school, their employer in a co-op is the employer and they, and they register what they call it a registered training agreement. So an apprentice works for an employer and then registers an apprentice. They gain that experience and then they will go to trade school. And that may happen two times. It may happen three times. Quite often, an apprenticeship, it's a kind of a combination of 80% on the job training from a registered skilled trades person and 20% classroom learning. And there's a lot of students, Wade, that I would say would love hearing that combination because they know that being out doing things hands-on and is the way that they learn best. Absolutely. And a student doesn't know quite often that they have those opportunities in high school and they should be aware of them if they decide a skilled trades rights for them. Because quite often in Ontario right now, the average age of apprentice is 28 years old. And most of the older apprentices, 
they've gone to university and they have university degrees and found out after four years of university, it's not right for them or for whatever reason, then they, then they go back and, and they decide to be a skilled trades person. And there's so many opportunities for students to start a skilled trades career in high school. The skills students can gain while experience at co-op are immense. What other skills do you see students developing while the result of a co-op, do you think? Yeah, great question, Wade. I mean, I, I'd say beyond the technical skills that students acquire through their co-op experience, they also learn transferable skills that will serve them well no matter what job they might ultimately pursue. This would include skills like organization, time management, communication skills, problem-solving skills, and collaboration is just a few examples. You know, I, I'd say even in a situation where a student might try a co-op and then realize it was not the right fit for them, I would never view that as wasted time. They've always emerged from that experience with greater insight into who they are, their strengths, their areas for growth, and the kind of workplace environment that they're interested in pursuing. So it's always a win-win, even when that co-op may not end up being in the career area that they ultimately pursue. Absolutely. You know, and, and every student should realize that in grade 11 and 12, they have the option to take a co-op class. And even as recently as this year, now grade 10 students have the option of taking a summer co-op. The reality is some students don't think, don't take a co-op in a skilled trades because they don't think a skilled trades is right for them. But how do you know a skilled trade isn't or is not right for you unless you experience? And co-op is a, is a great way to experience it. And what do you think a typical co-op student would be? You know, I don't really think there is a typical co-op student, Wade. Uh, the students are pursuing a range of different areas of interest, and that could include students pursuing any post-secondary pathway, like apprenticeship, college, community, university, or work. I think there's a real misconception out there that co-op is not uh, necessarily for students pursuing university or college. But again, we all need the opportunity to test out a career firsthand and see if it's the right fit for us, no matter what pathway we pursue. I'd say really any student with a particular career interest can try a co-op placement to determine if that placement is the right fit for them. It's really an ideal opportunity for students looking to gain exposure to the skilled trades in an authentic learning environment. There's no barriers as well to who can try this. As an example, we have many female students participating in skilled trade co-ops that are not thought of as being traditionally female. This includes construction, automotive, and manufacturing. The sky is the limit when it comes to co-op, and it really comes down to a partnership between the student and the co-op teacher to work together to find a placement that's just a fantastic opportunity for that student based on their interests and their goals. Yes, absolutely. You know, and I, many students, they find great success at their co-op. I don't know how many students I've had come back to me and talk to me as a high school teacher and tell me the experiences they had and, and the things they learned and the different views they had on what a skilled trade or what different work experiences were like. And that is the big thing about co-op. It, it gives those students the experiences to understand different trades or different skill sets that they need to take beyond them. And, you know, do you have a few students that you talked to who graduated and now working in a skilled trade and found that exciting? I can think about a female student that graduated from Georgetown District High School from a concentrated OEAP program in automotive, and she's been very successful at Conestoga College and is currently working in the industry. In fact, she's actually also a representative of women in the skilled trades and works with Skills Ontario, too. 
Uh, I can think as well about lots of female students that graduated from the electrical program at M.M. Robinson High School and are now working through completing their apprenticeships. Another student, actually, from Garth Webb Secondary School completed the manufacturing, robotics, and engineering schism, and now have gone on to Sheridan College to pursue a tool and die maker apprenticeship. And really, Wade, I could probably take up another 20 minutes just going through examples, but um, this gives you a sense of the many Halton students that began their skilled trades exploration in high school and have now been led in so many interesting and rewarding post-secondary and career directions within the skilled trades. Yes, and I, absolutely. I've seen my share. Quite often, there are lots of students who, while in the high, in high school, decide that that's right for them. And they should be aware that there is an opportunity to take what we call concentrated Ontario Youth Apprenticeship programs while in high school. Students who take those programs will essentially, it's like a pre-apprenticeship program, whether it's automotive or hairstyling or construction, welding, there's all kinds. And what they basically do is they do what a pre-apprenticeship program, which is equivalent to the level one college course for their apprenticeship. So students who would take a concentrated OEAP and they get 70% average or better, they can challenge that test at Mohawk College. And if they pass, they will actually be exempted from their first round of trade school in their apprenticeship. And it's a great opportunity because they can start their apprenticeship at, and really shave a year off of how long it would take them to complete their apprenticeship because quite often apprenticeships are anywhere from three to five years. Right. And who doesn't want to chop a year off, right? And, and just get out there and start working sooner. Absolutely. I would take a year for sure. And, <laughs> and quite often, they, while they're in high school, doing that learning and taking those courses in Tewia Co-op, they get registered as an apprentice and often continue their apprenticeship with that employer upon graduation. So uh, the high school to work transition is super easy for them. And there is very little transition. Sounds like a great path to take. You know, this means in high school, they started their apprenticeship. But how would they actually register and for one of those concentrated pro programs while they're in high school? How, what is the process? Yeah, sure. This is a great question and uh, a, a great one for educators and students and families to understand. Really, the conversation usually starts between a student and their technology education teacher or the student and their guidance counselor. Students would start by indicating their interest in an OEAP program through the high school planner feature in My Blueprint. My Blueprint is the um, education and career life planning tool of the Halton District School Board. From there, the program lead would receive a notification that the student was interested and usually reach out to them by phone or email. And then the student is often asked to complete a simple application package and attend an interview with the lead teacher. It's a great chance for the student to ask questions about the program and for the teacher to get to know the student a little better and make sure that the program is the right fit for them. And if accepted, the student would work with their guidance counselor to ensure that they have all the correct courses they need to complete the program. So I, I will say, Wade, it really is a quite a wraparound approach in that educators, guidance counselors, the family, the student are all working together to help bring that student closer to their goals and to have the opportunities that a concentrated OEAP program can offer them. Yes, it, you know, there's so many opportunities for the students today. It's, it, it wish I had that many when I was in high school. <laughs> Me too, Wade. And the students should certainly take advantage of every opportunity they have and, and they should be aware of the opportunities. Absolutely. And I hope that I hope that our conversation today helped a little bit with that. I hope so, too. Inform and let the students know that uh, 
there are things out there they can do to learn about different things, whether they decide those programs are right for them is great, or they decide it's not right for them. That's great too. Yes, exactly. It's, it's all about expanding and learning what is right or what isn't right. Well, Lisa, thanks for joining us today and sharing the opportunities available. Yeah, you're so welcome, Wade. I loved being here and sharing. And I know I learned something new every time we chat. So thanks for the opportunity. Yes, thank you again. And if you'd like to learn more about the programs offered in the Halton District School Board, parents or students can go to haltonpathways.ca and search all the programs available at the various high schools in the HDSB. Join us for the next podcast, Specialist High Skills Major and the Skilled Trades what you should know in high school.